Disney Dreamers, start your engines and may the best episode begin. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Mike TV. And that's Jen Diz. Today we welcome a very special guest, the one and only Nina West to the show. We discuss details of Gay Days Anaheim and our experience becoming magic key holders. All right, so we have a very special event coming to the Disneyland Resort this September. It's Gay Days Anaheim. Mike, what what is Gay Days Anaheim? Fill us in. Yeah, let's start off with the dates because I know it's coming up pretty soon after this episode. So if you want to go, you should start planning and listen to some of the highlights we're going to share. So Gay Day at Disneyland is September 18th. And Gay Day Disneyland is actually part of a larger event that you mentioned, Gay Days Anaheim. So the whole three-day event is September 17th through 19th and it's really an event that's for everyone friends family allies you don't have to only be a part of the community and what i've noticed about it over the last let's say decade or so is that it's become more and more officially supported by disney so for example this year's event sponsors include the d23 fan club itself disney vacation club and adventures by disney those last two, to me, are just clever marketing because they know that it's it's known that particularly the gay male de- demographic has a lot of disposable income. So I see you, Disney, with the DVC booths <laughs> and those adventures booths. <laughs> I always dream of uh, going on an adventure by Disney, so maybe you'll have to take me sometime. <laughs> right? It looks, it looks really, really fun. Um, and real, like, white glove from what I've heard. Yeah, it does look fancy. I mean... We even we went on a small Adventures by Disney tour before, and even that was like, wow, we're fancy. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so the Gay Days Anaheim event uh, mostly takes place at the Grand Californian over by Disneyland. And then there's also off-site events over at the Neighbor Hotel, the Anaheim Majestic Garden Hotel. Um, and that's where they host this pool party called Splash. I'm not super familiar with that hotel. Are you... Yeah, so it's on Ball Road. It's kind of behind the Mickey and Friends parking structure. So if you were to keep going on Ball and not turn into the structure, it's right on the right side. It kind of looks like a castle. Oh. If you've seen it before, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Have it's we like one of those there? European castles <laughs> where the like ivy would grow up the side of it. Nice. Like, in a picturesque way, yeah. Um, I have not actually stayed there. I've been in the lobby numerous times for some strange reason, oh, okay. but never have stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the place that you like that has like the hot tub that looks over Disneyland? Oh, that's the Camelot right across the street from where you walk in on the harbor side. Oh, okay. And they have a third story uh, hot tub on the roof. So then you can see the fireworks like while you're in the hot tub. So it al- cool. also looks like a castle. Like, um, yes. <laughs> it reminds me of the one in Las Vegas, Excalibur. Lots of castle theming right around. Yeah. The best castle, right? So, um, yeah, so the event takes place all around in that area of Anaheim. And most people do know the event because of Gay Day at Disneyland. So that's the big day. It's day two of the event. Uh, There's so much going on. There's lunches. There's photos. There's meetups for all kinds of different audiences, including teens, women, families, and bears. For for the bear community out there, they have a hungry bear lunch over at the thing. I love it so much Genius. that they go to the Hungry Bear. It's just like the <laughs> cutest thing ever. <laughs> so cute. Um, and one of the things that people uh, will notice if they're at Gay Day at Disneyland, whether intentionally or not, is that everybody who's part of the event or is coming there, they wear red. So you want to wear a red T-shirt, um, whether it's official one or not, it doesn't matter. Show up in red if you are part of the community, you're an ally, friends or family. If you're there for the event, wear red. And one of the really cool parts about Uh, wearing that red is there's a photo op at every gay day Disneyland in front of the castle in the afternoon you look if you look it up or we'll post them on Instagram there's just this huge swath of people wearing red it's amazing how big that crowd gets each year I absolutely love the picture on the Mark Twain because the Mark Twain is so like white yeah and then you have just these rows of red because there's so many people on it it looks so like boom it's like a big I don't know how to explain it it's just very 
Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's like it's like the gay days version of the Fantasmic finale. Yeah. Aww. Like everyone on there is like happy and waving, taking pictures. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and that's one of the photo ops too. Is at Mark Twain's. There's also a bunch of other things that happen at Disneyland Day proper. I'll talk about some of those, but basically I want to share some of the things that happened throughout the weekend. There's just so much going on. The one standout that I had never seen before or heard of was they do a Tiki Room takeover at Disneyland on that day. And it says it has choreography. So I don't know what this means. I don't know if we're learning some dance like in the in that area before the thing or if they actually rented it out. Not sure, but that sounded really cool. Yeah, and I, for one, have to say, if you guys have not been to Disneyland on any type of uh, group day or fan day, it is a whole different experience because even though you don't maybe know anybody there, you could be by yourself, you all of a sudden have a group, right? You're all of a sudden with a bunch of new friends. And to be able to go on or in the Tiki Room with however many people fit in the Tiki Room and all of you guys are there for the same purpose, it is, it's like just the whole atmosphere changes. So much fun. So true. Highly encouraged. Beautiful Actually, real quick, I went during Gay Days one year kind of on accident. Like I was going with my friends who have never been. So we had our whole agenda already planned out. So we didn't really get to participate. However, we all still put on red shirts to like show our support. Nice. We were all allies, but we still all put on the red shirts just like make the group larger. And like it just kind of supports the whole vibe of what's going on in the parks that day. So even if you're not there and you can't or not, you have to be there, not, not there. <laughs> but if you're there and you're not necessarily there for the events, you can still support by wearing a red shirt. And I just thought that would be cool. Amazing. And you get you do that thing, right, where you don't even have to say hello, but you can just give a look and you're like, oh, they're part of this. Club. Yeah. You like this smile group. at each other like you already know each other. It's great. <laughs> so good. All right. So there's a lot of stuff going out going on throughout the whole weekend event. So I'm going to list a few out. So one of the things is an official D23 panel. So it's D23 presents The Gaze of Greys. So this is a double entendre on Grey's Anatomy, which is going on 18 (laughs) seasons strong. Did you ever watch Grey's Anatomy? Hold on. Did you say 18 seasons? 18 seasons starting this year. Wait, does that mean 18 years? Something like that. That's insane. I did not realize. First of all, I've never watched an episode, a single episode. But I cannot believe it's been out that long. It was a good series. I I watched probably the first like eight seasons and then it just I just couldn't anymore. But um, yeah, it's still going strong and (laughs) become very diverse. There's all these new characters that I don't even know. One of them, though, um, his name is Levi on the show, played by an actor named Jake Borelli. So he's going to be there at that panel. It's going to be a one on one with him. Um, And I'm I'm listening to the the fun of the title, The Gaze on Greys. So I think he's going to talk about his, you know, as an audience member, being a gay, talking about the show, and then also the gay characters on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that'll be perfect. pretty fun. <laughs> uh, there's another uh, panel-style event or activity called, um, or not called, but it's with Chita Rivera. So she's actually the first woman who played Anita in the original West Side Story Broadway musical. So she's very accomplished Latina woman of the arts. So there's a panel with her. There's an outdoor screening of, get this, Hocus Pocus. Oh, stop. Right? Back at that Majestic Garden Hotel, under the stars. I'm thinking it'll be like outdoor by the pool. Oh, Very cool. Um, so cool. There's another Broadway star that's going to be appearing. It's an evening with Broadway star Audra McDonald. So I actually know her more for her acting chops. She's on a show that I watch called The Good Fight, which is a spinoff of The Good Wife. And I'm feeling like I'm this old adult contemporary TV viewer now as I talk about (laughs) Grey's Anatomy and The Good Wife and The Good Fight. Have you seen The Good Fight? I have not. It's okay. Most people haven't. You know why? (laughs) Because it was on CBS Now or whatever. And it's now on Paramount Plus, which was the new version. Um, But anyway, she's also a huge Broadway star. So I'm sure the Broadway community knows exactly who I'm talking about. Um, She's going to have a panel for herself. There's another really big event that happens, which is probably the more party-ish thing that happens. It's called Kingdom. It's a dance party at the House of Blues. So that happens the Saturday night after everybody has that day at Disneyland. Um, And I've actually been to that once. It's 
I would say the least family friendly just because they have, you know, the typical like go-go dancers on the stage, things like that. Um, really great DJ though. Good time. Good people. Good energy. I keep forgetting too that House of Blues, although it's no longer in downtown Disney, is just at the Garden Walk, right? Yes. It's called Garden Walk. Right across the way. Exactly. Or the Grove. What's the Grove? I don't Anaheim know, Garden very Walk. Close. <laughs> the Grove is third in Fairfax in L.A. Oh, wow. Just kidding. I'm yeah. way off. Nice farmer's market there. Um, a few miles down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the way up there. Uh, some other really cool things, especially because we're going to be talking to somebody later on today. There's going to be a really great selection of drag stars from RuPaul's Drag Race. One of the people that are going to be appearing is Jackie Cox. She's really funny. She has her own show that she's going to be performing called Jackie Vision, which actually leads into that Kingdom Dance Party at House of Blues. Another drag favorite, her name is Jan Sport, and she's a huge (laughs) Disney fan. She also sings live. She's a really good singer. And the name of her show is Jantasia with an exclamation point. Like fantastic. I should steal that one, but change it to Jantasia. Jantasia. And then, of course, the most marvelous Nina West is headlining The Wonderful World of Nina. Uh, So I can't wait to hear all about that and meet her in just a few minutes. Did I also mention, can you tell I'm excited about this? Did I also mention (laughs) that there is a scavenger hunt taking place throughout the whole weekend event. Yep. And this year it's free. So it's free all throughout the weekend. They said it's at your leisure and not a competition. So it sounds really nice. Another thing that's probably pretty family friendly if you're going to be taking the family. And then lastly, the whole event wraps up. If you're still, if you still got energy at the hearthstone how do you say that you know the lounge at grand california i always say it wrong and now that i've figured it out i can't remember which is right it's either hearthstone or hearthstone <laughs> there you go one T- of the two tomato tomato lounge everyone's at grand screaming Co- at the podcast <laughs> right now probably <laughs> um so yeah that is a breakdown of just a few of the things believe it or not it's almost like a, a d23 expo i know there's yeah there's like all these events lined up and i think did you mention about the second day at DCA. I can't remember if you actually mentioned, but if not, there's Saturday is in Disneyland, Sunday is in DCA, which is super cool. So it's like the same idea, a whole lineup of events in the other park as well. Two days to wear those red shirts, lots of fun stuff to do. Um, And like Mike was saying, there's just so many things. So if you want to get a better overview of what's going on, check out Gay Days Anaheim Info and or dot com and you can see the whole lineup there and kind of schedule your weekend around what you want to do the most and with that said i think i think we probably should go ahead and invite our guest on yeah it looks like she's here oh my gosh all right so our special guest nina west is an incredible drag queen actor singer songwriter and lgbtq plus activist all of which is the brainchild of the talented Andrew Levitt. Nina West stepped into the spotlight and into our hearts with her appearance on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 11, where she was honored with the title of Miss Congeniality. Nina is also a big Disney fan, just like us, so we had to invite her on as a special <laughs> guest of the Disney Holic Show podcast. So here we are. Welcome, Nina West. Oh my gosh. Mike Jen, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm like, re- like, I just got home from Disney World, so I'm ready to talk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good. We are uh, slightly envious, not slightly, very envious of your Disney World trip. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> um, so first of all, how are you doing? Where are you calling from? What's going on? Uh, I am so good. I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. I, like I said, I just came back from a, a birthday vacation. My kind of my one of my last little bits of a break before I go into hairspray in October for rehearsals. So I am um, I'm home in Columbus and um, just kind of getting back into the swing of things as we get ready for these last six weeks of um, kind of touring appearances and of course disney magic (laughs) i love the disney magic very exciting (laughs) so we call ourselves disney holics and anyone else who loves disney as much as we do we also call a disney holic so we would consider you a disney holic and one thing that's a good trait of a disney holic is we love visiting the parks right so oh my god you just said you were recently at disney world all also celebrated your birthday there so how was your trip um, well, I've never done my actual birthday in the parks, and that oh, is, um, cool. oh my gosh, no, I, I've like I've gone down with the intention of like 
so my birthday's in August, which is also not a great month to go to Orlando, Florida, because it's so muggy and <laughs> humid. <laughs> so like I so like I've intentionally been like, oh, we'll go in November and we'll get to do food and wine and we'll catch Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. You know, like I've been like, we, and, but we'll celebrate my birthday then, and like I'll go down with some friends. Um, because then I get Christmas and Halloween. You're right. You know, as a Disney holic, you can plan out how you want to do it, and so right. that's how I would traditionally do it, but. This year, we went on my birthday, and I actually got the chance of taking my sister and my nephew, who'd never been. They both were the first-timers. And so I've been a lot. And so I got to see the excitement and the joy and the magic happen again in a completely different way for a 12-year-old and for uh, my sister who've never oh, been wow. exposed to it. and didn't. So I got to like share something yeah. I love so much with them. And like now they're Disney-holics. I right? did nice. the job. I did the job. That's how it works, right? We got to pass it on to generations. Yeah, you do. <laughs> That's you how do. it works. Uh, we also love talking about the resorts. Where did you stay at Disney World? So I stayed at I stayed at two different properties. I did a transfer halfway through. Um, well, at the end of my trip, I did a transfer over, for over the weekend. So I stayed at OQS for the first part, and then I stayed at Beach Club for the second part. And uh, I'm a really big fan of the yacht and beach pool. I'm a yeah. giant fan of it. It's um, and I don't. I, usually, I stay at a like I stay at um. Well, actually, I have a goal to try to stay at every resort on property. Yeah. But that goal is not going to be atta- very attainable <laughs> because I don't think I, I'm looking at these prices. I don't know about that. Right. But, um, right. but you know, but like, so I lucked out because of my birthday. Um, so my friends chipped in and took care of both of them. So like luck. Um, oh, that's, nice. that's the way to do it. I love the Yacht and Beach Club. <laughs> that, that whole pool area, it's like a little water park right in front of the resort. I love the silicone sand at the bottom of the pool. And like, I don't know why it just like, it's just a touch that does that for me. What? Lazy river. Sand at the bottom of the pool. Yeah. It's like super fancy. Oh my gosh. It's really great. And they have beaches and cream there and you can walk into Epcot (laughs) and you can walk to Hollywood studios or take the boat. I mean, it's like, if you want like a really centrally located resort, that's also, if you want downtime and not park time, it's really quite lovely. And so I, I had that's become a very fast favorite of mine. My old old school favorite was Port Orleans French Quarter, which is like little and tiny and a moderate and like you know just great location. But it it's, it's I've had to try other other resorts. Yeah, try other ones. <laughs> we are actually staying. We are doing um, split stays too in October, mm-hmm. and we're going to stay at Old Key West for a little bit. And we're hoping it has like this Golden Girls vibe, so we can do some <laughs> clips over there. Is that does that sound right? Oh yeah, you better get ready for uh, some lovely, like very like Florida colors <laughs> and like striped awnings and patterns and like lanai's and yes. old oh, people walking it. around in caftans. Yeah, it's very that vibe. That's amazing. <laughs> we need to get caftans, Jen. We, I am. You need so, Jen. You need a caftan. So down, so down. <laughs> I'm gonna go on Amazon right after this call. But anyway. <laughs> Let's jump straight into you making a huge splash in Disneyland. When you oh showed up for the Jungle Cruise premiere in the most amazing yeah. dress ever. Boom. Yes. Thank you. I was like screaming, <laughs> looking at my phone. I'm <laughs> like, you. oh my God, that's amazing. So can you tell us a little bit about the creation of your dress, your gown, I guess, Look, actually? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, Jen, like it is not lost on me how... <laughs> unique the opportunity is to go to be invited as a drag queen to a disney film premiere um and i've gotten the opportunity i've been very blessed with the opportunity to do it a couple like three previous times and uh so it was for maleficent i showed up as kind of a a version of like a drag version of maleficent for the for the sequel and then for frozen i showed up as elsa in frozen 2 and they were blown away by me knowing what the outfit would look like and then uh, I showed up for Onward, and I wanted to really take this opportunity. I thought drag was such a perfect marriage with Jungle Cruise because of the yeah. puns and the camp and kind of the ridiculousness of it. Um, and so I really wanted to take <laughs> full advantage of that and marry those two worlds together. And so my 
this I was initially invited to this premiere a while ago before COVID. This was movie was supposed to come out I think last year. That's right. And so um so I had a long time to think about what I wanted my look to be. <laughs> you know, like I and so it finally came down to the the base of the gown is the map of the ride. So if you really look close to the base of the gown, the fabric is all the map of the ride. The gloves are inspired by um the 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 thatch work uh on the the ride itself when you come in so like when you walk in it says jungle cruise there's that that work that's work on the roof that's what the gloves represent and then nice. the earrings were steering wheels to represent you know the boat steering wheels oh i didn't see um, those <laughs> yeah and then the, i had a little vintage nina skipper nina name tag oh. from the original like a vint like a throwback to the original Jungle Cruise name tags at Disneyland. And then so cool. the back of the dress on the, my backside was a big <laughs> water bow and then a huge Genius. train that said the magnificent, uh, the amazing backside of water. And then there were three uh, alligators kind of creeping up, or crocodiles, I should say, <laughs> creeping up the back of the, the paint of the dress. And so um, then there were like puns written all around the outside of the dress <laughs> and all around the, the train of the skirt. And, oh my gosh. Um, my handbag was, my handbag was the nautical Nina, which was a, a one of the, I made up a boat, Beautiful. my own boat for a the boat ride. boat for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like, so when you good. Get to, I am a huge Disneyholic. I wanted to celebrate the ride and wanted to celebrate what I loved about it. And little did I know that, um, it would all be so perfect, right? It was also right. perfect for the premiere. So much attention to detail. It's like the gown that keeps on giving. We didn't notice <laughs> the crocodiles until later, and we're still pointing out stuff that we're yeah. noticing on that. It's crazy. And I, I, like thanks to my uh, my friend Florence DeLee, who built and constructed this garment and helped me design it, and uh, Jacob Mulhausen, uh, who did the purse and the earrings and I mean, it really was a labor of love because it really did have, it happened. So one, even though I had all that time to think about it, it really, when it push came to shove, it happened very fast. So I was like, oh, wow. I've got two weeks. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the best things, right? Like going back yeah. to the workroom, you just got to do it. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, like that workroom is like, it's like a, it's, you need like one giant stress ball for that workroom. It is intense. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, I I thought this gown actually like really spoke to us as Disney holics because, like, it really took some extra steps to show like how much of a fan and like your knowledge of Disney. Like, it just kind of like went a step beyond the norm. And I was like, I mean, I mean, a hundred steps beyond the norm. But you know what I mean? Like, we got to like catch on to like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh. Nina West like knows what's up, and I just love that so yeah. much. So it made me super excited about it. Um, and then well, yeah, you know, there is this thing where you really want to. I think as a Disney fan, you want to prove your yourself. Exactly, right? You want to yes. prove yes. like yes. it's not that like I am like I don't want to go toe for toe with another Disney fan. I just want to prove that I can hang. Right. And so yes. that was like yes. I just wanted to be like, oh yeah, I am one of you. Trust right. me. And like the best, the most rewarding part of that was the fact that I got to meet all of the active skippers at that oh, at that it. premiere from Disneyland. So cool. And I got a picture with them. And it was really cool to be like, and to see them go, that is, yes, and this, and, and like look at my dress and be like, I, you get it. Exactly. That yeah. was more worth it to me because I want to just be so a part of it all yeah. that 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 was worth it. To me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and it's it's one thing to be a character, it's another thing to actually be part of Disneyland, like a park attraction mm -hmm. themed gown. Like that was so cool. I love yes. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then as you were saying, like how important it is for you to be able to show up and drag to these type of events. Um, mm -hmm. I definitely didn't want to hide away from the fact that you have literally become the face of the LGBTQ plus community for the Disney community. Like on yeah. top of everything else, along with your um, special for Pride on Disney Plus called This yeah. Is Me. <laughs> and also you hosted in drag the Mousquerade, which is one of our favorite things because we just love yeah. costuming. And we got to watch it. We had a little watch party with some of our friends. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it was tons of fun. How was that to do? Well, you know, it's interesting because that also came kind of out of the blue you know i'm a i am a d23 or i'm a member of d23 and um i've been to the expo uh, a few times and like you know so like 
I'm well aware of. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I'm well aware <laughs> of um, <laughs> the uh, masquerade. And um, when I was contacted to post it, I was kind of just in disbelief. I was like, they want me? Like, this is okay. This is a big step. And this, and I knew that. Like, I was so yeah. aware that this was uh, a building block to hopefully other other things. And so I got, I was, you know, what an honor it was. And I got to, that's how I met Ashley Eckstein. And that's how I met um, wow. Caitlin McCune Stamos. Wow, and that's so how I good. met um, Yvette Nicole Brown and have become friend, friends, really close friends with Ashley and uh, Caitlin. And I've gotten to really uh, chat a few times with Yvette Nicole Brown, who I'm obsessed with. And look at all these yes. Disney, <laughs> Disney-aholics and their amazing celebration in their own way of their favorite right. parts of Disney or the parks or the, you know, the films, whatever it is for them and look at their costuming and be able to like talk about that and celebrate that and be included. I mean, that was that, I think that move by D23 was the, was the opening of the door that allowed, mm. I think a lot of other people to do to say, yeah, the, you know, this is, this is okay. This is and, okay. This is great. Um, yeah. This is great. Yeah. Not only is yeah. it okay, it's it's wonderful and there are yeah. queer you know i gotta say this when i was at the parks i was very just recently i was very overwhelmed by the amount of lgbtq plus cast members who were coming up to me and saying thank you because they finally felt seen and that to mm. me felt mm. so i was very surprised by that because yeah. i always saw as an out when as pre like prior to me being out I always saw that community, the Disney kind of cast member community as a, as a safe place for LGBTQ plus people. And I didn't really right. understand. Like I, I felt like they were seen and I wasn't a part of it. So I didn't know. And so um, to hear that from cast members and to be stopped by cast members to say, yeah. thank you. That was, I mean, that's, that's like the uh, thing that makes it super special and super worth it because it's, um, I think we all want to feel valued and feel worthy in yeah. especially what we're doing and Absolutely. where we work and, and, and how we interact and engage with our coworkers and the people who employ us. And the fact that I've even had an, just an inch of making someone feel better or safer or seen in their place of employment, that's a greater, that's greater than anything I could have ever yeah. hoped for. Right. What a beautiful thing. I, I would also say that we really needed that virtual moment <laughs> of masquerade at that time. <laughs> it's like a very dark Halloween. We're all still in the pandemic world. And to have that really fun moment where we just forgot about everything and saw the fans and just your funny quips as we went, we really needed that. So thank you for that. I also have to say, you know, Mike, that for me, Oct like that October slump, the September, October slump of COVID last year, was my hardest period of time mm. during the pandemic. I, it's where I kind of felt myself into a bit of a depression and felt myself just kind of feeling like isolated and blocked in. And that event came at a time when I needed it. You know, like mm. I needed to be doing something and I need to feel needed. And I needed to feel like there was something, like there was hope that there could be something after the pandemic. And right. so I'm glad you said that. Cause for me, I also needed it. I didn't realize how much I needed it. It was so yeah, yeah it came at It's right shown time. through. It definitely shown through. Um, all right. Are you ready to play a fun little game with us? Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really easy game. Oh, what, okay. what we're calling this is go ahead make your choice. So pure Ursula. Go ahead make your choice. <laughs> There you go. You're a very busy woman and you haven't got all day. It won't cost much. Just your voice. Just your voice. <laughs> yes. Um, so we'll give you some fun options. It's almost okay. like our version of would you rather. Okay. Pretty easy. The first example is, for example, your next gown inspired by a Disney attraction, Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean? Haunted Mansion. Oh, it's my favorite. Wow. <laughs> it's my favorite it is so my favorite i don't i and disney I, it's i only recently experienced a disneyland overlay i think in 2019 for like with uh nightmare before christmas nightmare and i'd heard about it and i heard about it and i'd watched i'd, I'd i'm the fan that watches the youtube videos i'm like well how does this work and i'm like yeah i'm watching yes. you know them, yeah. someone ride through with their camera on the ride um but then <laughs> i got to experience it in person and i was like 
okay, it's the best ride. And then the overlay just takes it to a whole other level and makes it a completely right. different ride. And I love it equally as much. And you can't, you cannot touch Haunted Mansion, in my opinion. It is my very favorite. I love that. It's so good. brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. That's said. Jen's favorite attraction of all time. Jen, <laughs> Jen, we are, we, you and me, you and me. We are this. That's it. <laughs> all right. Who would make the better drag queen? Gaston from Beauty and the Beast or Maui from Moana? Oh my God, you picked two, the two big bros. Um, <laughs> um, probably Gaston. I think Gaston would love to to feel all of his oats in that. He'd be like, I, think ah, so I am Gaston. I am Gaston. I wonder what his drag name would be. Is he like, oh, 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 oh. Um, I think Gaston. Yeah, he has it in there, right? He has Although, but Maui's a shapeshifter. So, wow, could he get dragged fast? Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, that could be amazing. The transformation oh would be like epic. Like, Take that on the runway. Okay, queen. Right? That's fair. <laughs> uh, speaking of runway, who would be a better judge for a drag queen competition? Jafar or Ursula? Oh my God. They would be both. They'd be like the Simon Cowles on any ju- drag judge right? panel. I, I mean, talk that, about. Yeah. Jaf- I mean, Jafar is to me a big queen. So Such um, a queen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I I really would say oh god let's say Jafar I think Jafar would be great Ursula would be like no I don't think Ursula would be a good judge I think Jafar would be sickening Jafar <laughs> yeah right. uh, which Disney song would you choose if you had to lip sync for your life to it Let It Go or Poor Unfortunate Souls you can't do this to me <laughs> Let, I mean like listen for, like they're both like my favorite um <laughs> I'm going to say Poor Unfortunate Souls. Mm. I think you should would I say Let that. It Go? Should I say Let It Go? I think you should say Poor Unfortunate Souls. I think if okay. it was a battle, you would win that one because it has I think I would too. I think it's sass, it's, you know? It's body and. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Buxom. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, who would be the best lover, Aladdin or Flynn Rider from Tangled? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know if I could date a cartoon, but <laughs> if I had to, <laughs> I mean, I am Eugene Fitzherbert. Is that his name, Fitzherbert? Yeah. Fitzherbert? Gosh, look at me. No, no, I'm dropping him. I'm like Eugene. <laughs> right? I, you actually know more. I knew it was Eugene, but I didn't know his real it's, last name. I think it's Fitzherbert, which is also a character's name in Bridget Jones' Diary, which I think makes me remember it. Oh. I'll don't... Uh-huh. Yeah, don't ask me how I know that weird pop culture trivia. But I would say Flynn Ryder. I think he's adorable and yeah, so cute. I think Aladdin's not so my cute. type. Too young. <laughs> Flynn is a has good oh, hair Flynn too. So I just cute. realized they haven't done a live action Tangled yet, but they have done an Aladdin. So, um, oh, and he was beautiful right. in that movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Who would make the best BFF? Rapunzel from Tangled or Ariel from The Little Mermaid? Um, I think they both have like anxiety issues. <laughs> <laughs> and one's been locked in a tower, one's been held captive by her father, um, and like lost her voice and could yeah. Um better a better BFF. I'm gonna say I think Ariel would be a lot of fun. Um I really love Rapunzel too. So can it be a tie? Can I have just multiple friends? Yeah. You could do a tie for that one. They're both really good. You could do underwater day, or you could do some painting in the tower. Oh my god, yeah, it would be a full day. Yeah. So, who would you rather spend a day, a full day at Magic Kingdom with, Bianca Del Rio or Shangela? (laughs) (laughs) I would actually love to go with both of them. I think they both would be a lot of fun. Uh, I think I would think I'd want to go with Bianca Del Rio just so you could see naughty and nice in the park at the same time. It'd be like a villain and and a, he- a hero, all like what, like showing that we can coexist. I, <laughs> I love, love that. Her, I mean, I would love this. I would love to see Bianca's reaction to it all. I'm sure she's been, but I would love to take her. Yeah, and like full drag on Dumbo. I want to see all of it. She'd be like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So speak same thing, uh, similar question. Who would you share a cabin with on a full seven night Disney cruise? So you're sharing a cabin with Michelle Visage or Ross Matthews. Ross Matthews. She's like, (laughs) I love Ross in a heartbeat. Oh my God, he's so much fun. I mean, Michelle is so much fun too. Um, But Ross, Ross is like. Yeah, for a full week of Disney. Yeah, I can see Ross. Ross is like my buddy. I love Ross so much. Um, If you were a kid again, who would be the better mom? Mary Poppins or Maleficent? Mary Poppins, hello! That's my <laughs> really, she's favorite. so mean. Oh my God, you think so? Yeah, but she's so mean because but you get all of that hardness for the the, the ability to jump into a, a chalk drawing. Come on, That's right? Like, who yeah. gets to do that? Or in the sequel, Swim with Dolphins. What? Yeah. Come on. And any oh. moment can turn to a musical. Okay, yeah. you sold me. Yeah, I mean, Maleficent, she can turn into a dragon and maybe like torture friends, but that'd be about it. <laughs> all right which disney event would you want to host next as the master of ceremonies so d23 masquerade again or the red carpet for a movie premiere let's say frozen three if there was such a thing can i do, i mean i want to do both i mean like <laughs> look i mean i would love to do d23 in person so i like that right. what a dream that would be to be able to be amongst the fans and be able to celebrate what i do and with what they they do so creatively and so beautifully, um, and also to you know in turn just like put drag. I mean, there are queens there every year for the masquerade. The drag queens show right. up every year and compete in the masquerade, and so I think it'd be really great for me to be a part of it to like be like, yeah, this is valid. This is awesome. This is wonderful, and it's part of this. It's and it's yeah. it has a place here. I think that's really important to say. It is it is also welcome here, right. um, and of course, I mean, I'd love to tackle another red carpet and you know be like be, they host it and and celebrate every incredible aspect of the magic that disney is right disney is parks it's film it's television it's right. um you know for, for some it's books or um graphic novels it's like it does and, and games gaming i mean it is yeah. everywhere and the whole gamut um, of entertainment oh my gosh. and media. Yeah. I think yeah, we can give it's... you both, like maybe selfishly, because I just want to see you everywhere. So like let's just yeah. oh, Disney, oh, are you listening? Oh, oh, <laughs> Disney for oh, listening, it... let's sign Nina up for all these things. <laughs> I mean it would be like look, they have been so good to me so far. I'm all, like every time I'm just like, if this is it, then I'm just so grateful that I got to do this much. And I'm hopeful that, you know, maybe more will come, but I, of course I don't. Let's see what happens. All right. Which Disney attraction do you think you'd be able to keep your wig on if you were in full drag? (laughs) Splash Mountain or Space Mountain? Ooh. I don't ride. I don't ride Space Mountain because it's dark and I can't. Oh my gosh. I'm a tall girl and I feel like I could would hit my. I always feel like I'm gonna hit my head on something. So I'm like the entire time I'm just ducking and bobbing and weaving, even though I just have to calm down and ride it. So I don't ride it. And the wig would add Um, like another six inches at least. Oh my gosh, the wig would get the wig would get stuck on probably the track above me. So I mean, evacuate the ride. I've been evacuated on that ride, and I've seen the lights come up. No, so no. weird, right? Ruins the magic a little bit. Um, the magic was gone, um, and I, I, I would love to try to keep my hair on the Splash Mountain. I also know that would be a near impossibility. <laughs> right. All right. So they're both hard. We'll say that. Yes. Yeah. Best non-Disney franchise: James Bond or Harry Potter? Oh well. Hmm. I mean. Hmm, I'm just uh, wow. Hmm, they're so different. <laughs> it's so different. Um, I'm gonna say James Bond because we get to see it evolve, and right, you know, they're still kind. I think they're still making them, aren't they? So like, there's yeah. an exciting evolution to James Bond that does, I think, speak culturally to what's happening in the world. Uh, I yeah. love the Harry Potter franchise very much. Uh, uh, I would love to see how it can evolve and it needs to evolve. So I'm curious yeah. to see. Uh, that but and I love it don't get me wrong I love her yeah but um, I'm gonna say James Bond because let's go with the classic yeah I like that and like you said it's like a living breathing franchise it really is I mean how many films have there been how many different bonds have there been and the and the bonds and the and like it all just has evolved right over time and it forces us to think of it in a new way and and culturally have different kinds of conversations which is really important 
you know, yeah. it goes Even further representation. With, it's I exactly when, that conversation. When Halle Berry was the Bond girl, it was a big deal. And now they're even talking about perhaps a James Bond would be casted as a person of color would love Which that. Which is huge. Talk yeah. about talk about the most debonair, sexy, intelligent, suave, uh, uh, you know, inventive character that's been in film and book and 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 allow that representation to exist on film representation matters and allows people yeah. to, to see themselves in, in, in places that maybe the doors weren't open before and so i think it's really important that that does exactly all right last and final uh make your choice question if you could only ever ride one of these disney rides for the rest of your life just one okay would it be country bear jamboree <laughs> <laughs> or Hall of Presidents. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you this. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this. Being a, okay, they're they're not rides. They're not rides. First okay, and attraction, Ooh, attraction, attraction. Um, so because uh, well, I would tell you because I was talking with my friends about like how many. Tra- so like, there's that. Have you heard of you've you've heard of archaeology, right? Where you have to do x amount of you have to do all the rides that are possibly open in X amount of hours or whatever the time is, right? It's challenges of right. like, right. And so we're like, well, do attractions count? And I think they do or they don't, depending on who you're talking to because of the time suck that they are. Um, but um, they are. Yeah. I just did Hall of Presidents, the new and improved Hall of Presidents. And I have to tell you, I was really moved by it. It was wow. really well done. Um, so I would say Hall of Presidents, although I do feel like in Country Bear Jamboree, I'm the big bear with the bonnet being lowered from the ceiling. I do feel like Yay! that is my spirit. I feel like who I am. I'm like, that is me. And every time I go watch Country Bear Jamboree, I always take a boomerang of it. And I always post it because I'm like, <laughs> I, feel so, I feel like I can one day sit on a swing and come down from the ceiling like this bear did. Because she's she looked, she and I are the same. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. And that's like the moment where you kind of like, wake up again <laughs> you're like oh yeah. something's happening <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah right because it's like it is like it's air conditioning nap time for like however long you've got oh my gosh you yeah. guys <laughs> yeah but we definitely we want to see hall of presidents in october because now like you said Great. biden's in it and i always love the the pre-show i'm assuming they did another film like leading up to where america's at or i don't know if they did that this time. so it's i don't want to give too much of it away but there is a really wonderful kind of story that the, they, mm. then they start with, um, a, a, they start with a couple of the presidents. Uh, they kind of tell the story of our founding fathers, and then uh, they have film reel, and then it opens up, and it's all of the presidents on stage together. And it's super dramatic, and it's super incredible. And then, you know, they kind of do what they did, where they, every president introduces themselves, and then Joe Biden speaks briefly. I mean, really briefly. Yeah. Like I think he just says his name actually, but there is. Um, it was just, it was really well done and it felt yeah. really crisp and it felt new and I liked it. And I mean, but Country Bird Jamboree is like a classic as well, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember, but I, yeah, um, I'm telling you, Minnie, M- Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway is maybe my new favorite thing. Oh my gosh. Maybe my new- oh, we haven't been on it I yet. It is. There are hidden Mickeys everywhere. It is so <laughs> much fun to do it it is it is so adorable it is uh it's one of those rides that every time you ride it you see something else um it's and like it seems the first time i wrote it was like whatever i miss great movie rides and now i'm like (laughs) actually this is kind of really fantastic and wonderful and for anybody listening a true disney holic there is a nod to the great movie ride inside um mickey minnie's runaway railway i'm not gonna tell you where it is but, okay, do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to give yeah. you a hint? Okay, so give us it, a hint. Give us a hint. When you go into the car, like the carnival roller coaster hot air balloon scene, wow. it is in that room. Okay. All right. Eagle eye listeners. I'm going to be looking sure for look alien for coming that. out of the ceiling still, just saying. But <laughs> uh, from the old ride. Uh, <laughs> oh, that that's was scary. Right. Oh, my God. And so off brand <laughs> out of nowhere. Like... It's going to be Mickey alien. <laughs> oh, my God. Like a Mickey yeah. ears on or something. Oh my gosh. He he and Minnie do. She's looking at you, kid. (laughs) Yeah. It's about time over 50 years, and finally Mickey gets, and Minnie gets their own ride. Their own attraction. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you did yeah. a great job in that game, Anina. <laughs> so, Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to quickly touch base on the Gay Days Anaheim event that's coming up soon. Yeah. Over, especially a lot of it is happening at the Disneyland Resort. Um, mm-hmm. This is the 23rd annual I believe. And that is just Mm -hmm. exciting on its own. And you are hosting Mm -hmm. an event called the wonderful world of Nina. And we wanted to see what do you want our listeners to know all about? Yeah. So gay days is this wonderful, awesome tradition where people can show up and they uh, wear their red shirts and they celebrate um, themselves and this incredible LGBTQIA plus community. Um, And I was included, I was really thrilled to be included in 2019 uh, and as one of the hosts of the event. And now this year, I get to bring my own one woman show. And so the wonderful world of Nina has two brand new songs. Um, and, uh, yes. In my own take on Disney, kind of a, a Disney princess song. Um, and it has a, its own little cute little story about uh, if Nina West were to become a Disney princess. And so that's the whole show, what the show is about. And it's really fun, funny, ridiculous, campy. Um, slightly irreverent, um, but very PG thirteen, PG, very PG, um, and um, but really for um, for all the attendees of Gay Days, and I'm one of the closing events. So it's Sunday, uh, September nineteenth at six p.m. at the Sequoia Ballroom at the Grand California Hotel. So I'm really, really, really excited to be part of it. That's going to be really fun. And similar to like last year's Mouse Great, I think everybody now needs this in-person moment together with our yeah. community. It's going to be so fun. Absolutely. Well, and I think it's really great that you say that too, because not only like there is like a Disney community of fans and there's also like an a, a LGBTQ plus Disney fandom community. Yeah. And, like there are all these, there are these subsects of how we all consume Disney and how we all appreciate Disney and what it means to us and how we kind of, you know, take it to for our own. And I think it's, I think it's really going to be great to have gay days happen again this year. It's a little earlier this year. I know it usually happens in October in Disneyland. So it's a little bit earlier and it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, Cheetah Rivera is there. Audra McDonald is there. uh, Jan Sport is there. Jackie Cox is there. Um, It's going to be a really great weekend. Wow. Tons of fun. Well, time flew by, just like Peter Pan, and we are going to wrap it up. <laughs> but we had so much fun, and it's been such a pleasure to meet you. I'm still fanning out. Thank you, Nina it's West. It's so nice to meet both of you. Thank you for even asking me to be a part of this. You guys are doing awesome things, and I love every single conversation. And I can't believe I got to be a part of my very own Disney Holics chat. With you. Like, Yay! Well, it was our. I can pleasure. tell you all my favorites and share them with all of you, so you can. Talk to <laughs> In in true Disney fashion, have a magical day. I sprinkle that pixie dust. Have a magical day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye, Nina. Nina thank you. Bye. <laughs> That was such a magical interview. Wow, Nina West, love her. Nina, you are truly a gem, and we are just overjoyed to have had you on our show. Overjoyed. Um, Speaking of overjoyed, you got your magic key to Disneyland. I did. So that happened, which was a whole thing. Um, Actually, it wasn't a whole thing. I take it back. This whole fun of this was that it was not a whole thing. But I think it was for me because I have anxiety. that's it. <laughs> change of plans midway through. I remember you said you weren't going to buy it on day one. And then you completely right. flipped. <laughs> what made you change your mind? So, so first of all, you made me change my mind because I think it was the <laughs> night before you said, oh, shoot, people are saying that the Charter Club membership thing is going to sell out or limited numbers or something like that. So like Disney originally had in their terminology and they still do. It says that like different levels of the pass can sell out, right, basically. But then we found out that this has been terminology that has been on all the annual passes. So they're just, like, saying, like, we can stop these sales when we want to, basically. But when we saw it on this new one, we all freaked out because we were all reading all the fine details on this one. However, most likely that you can get whatever you're trying to buy. So I was like, all right, cool, calm down again. But (laughs) then you mentioned the Charter Club thing. I was like, forget it, I'm just going to do it. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to get it day one. And the other thing I remembered was that that we all have to make reservations now. That's the whole thing of this new magic key holder. So it's like, what if the days I want, we already have a trip planned. What if the days I want are booked up by the time I get my ticket? So I'm like, I'm just going to go in it. It'll also be the experience I could talk about and tell people how it went. 
um, which actually wasn't bad. So this is probably one of the least stressful buying experiences I've had just because I know it's not going to sell out. So it was just this calming thing that like kind of was okay to just open the window and let it sit on the side. <laughs> That's very rare for a Disney Right, yeah, thing. very yeah. rare. So I joined a little bit earlier than 10 a.m. when they went on sale. It took about four and a half hours to get through. So it did still take a long time. Jeez Louise. Again, it was okay though, because I just had it on the side. I would check back every half an hour. Um, and then there was something they added this year, which was like the VIP of the day. They added a status bar. So you could see... Like, it says more than an hour, but, like, what does that mean, right? Like, that could mean tomorrow. That could mean, could mean two, two hours years. from now. Hour and a half, right? <laughs> exactly. But now they added a status bar so you could see how close you were getting. So you could really kind of plan your day around what the status bar looked like. So everyone was talking about it on Instagram. They were very excited about the new edition, um, as was I. So I sat through it, went through it, got my my magic key, got the one I wanted, and which one did you get i got the believe key so it was the one down from the top the top one is called the dream key and i got the believe key because i was under the impression that it was exactly the same if not like just a little bit off of the pass i've been getting forever which i skip the signature plus and i just get the signature which only blocks out holiday time like christmas and new year's and i don't go to disneyland during that time anyway it's too crazy right avoid it so regardless. it's fine so for some reason i thought this assumed this people told me this instagram influencers i don't know where i learned this from <laughs> but it is not factual <laughs> so i got the believe key only to find out later that there are more than 33 additional dates blocked out than the old pass. Oh, wow. Than the signature one, right? In the old annual pass days. And majority of those are Saturdays or like full holiday weekends, like maybe Friday, Saturday, Sunday are blocked out and all of spring break. So like, for instance, almost every single Saturday in October, every single Saturday in December and July completely blocked out. So like... So it's not as as open as the signature regular. No, and no means. For people who are traveling like myself, it's going to be a lot harder because I go during the weekends, right? For people yeah. who are local and can swing a weekday evening or whatever, it's probably still fantastic for them. But I think I am going to have to upgrade to the uh, dream key eventually. But I'm going to try it out and just see if it works. So there's that another can you really upgrade cool... it if you wanted you can to? Oh, okay yeah you can always pay more you can never pay less that's <laughs> that's the disney to way. remember with disney yeah <laughs> the disney way um and then a cool thing was that jacob my boyfriend he also wanted to get one however he wasn't waiting in line or anything but my login allowed me to just go right back to the main page re-login is his name and buy it for him with his credit card so like I didn't have to wait in line twice to do that. So that's a tip if anybody gets in there. You don't have to go back Interesting. in line. However, by now, there's definitely no line anyway. So it's all good. <laughs> but for, you know, ones in the future. Um, and then another thing I noticed that was quite confusing for me was that, first of all, I didn't know I had all those blockout days, right? So I was like, oh, my God, they're already booked up for three of the Saturdays in October. I'm so glad I got my pass early. And then I realized, no, that's just me being an idiot. Those are actual days that <laughs> they're already out. blocked off for my pass. Um, so they have, like, a slash if it's a blocked out day. They have, like, the no sign, like the circle with a line through it if it's sold out, no reservations available. And um, then they, of course, have the the park days, like it's Disneyland's available or DCA or both, right? Uh, but they do not have one that shows you days that you've already booked, which I think it would be super helpful to have. Um, they actually show it as a blockout day. So then it got real confusing what? because I saw, yeah, it puts another slash through it. So when I went back in to make a reservation for Jacob, I saw the slash through my calendar. So I thought it was sold out. So I'm like, oh my God, by the time that I was able to like, get my reservation and go on his account. It's already gone. But it actually wasn't because they just use the same thing. So when really I was in strange. his account, yeah. it's so silly. They should just have an, another one, like a, something happy because you already, it's already it's like booked. You booked the day. It's like, yay. So anyway, we were still able to do our trip. We're just going around that Saturday, which is, uh, it's fine, whatever. But we were hoping <laughs> to do at least like a half Man. day, but I guess not. 
Um, you know what would be really cool? Do you remember back in the day with annual passes, they would sell block out tickets for like $30? I do not remember this. <laughs> oh my gosh. It ha- they haven't done it in years, but for a long time with annual passes, if you were blocked out a day, you could buy it for like 25 or $30. And you could go for that day. So it was like an add-on almost. Oh, Which is like totally doable versus having to upgrade. Because I think the next upgrade is like $300 more. Jeez. So like you have to really think like, do I need to go those Saturdays? Like, yeah, I probably do. But anyway. On a scale um, of one to ten keys, <laughs> overall, how would you describe or how would you rate the experience of purchasing a magic key, the new annual pass? I would give it out of ten. You said yeah, one out of ten magic, one to ten magic keys. I would give it seven because there were still parts where I was like, "What? Why do they do it that way?" Or confusing. Uh, um, but not the stress of buying it. That was a ten. But like the whole package of trying to figure it out, a seven. But yeah, yeah but it was not bad. A lot of their experiences just need to be simplified a little bit. That's all yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really that whole calendar thing threw me off. I was like, oh my god, they're already booked up the whole week of Thanksgiving. I'm like, no, that's my block out days. So just like hard to decipher between all the little symbols and they're all just kind of grayed out. So anyway, that just might be me. We'll see if that's everybody. But I know you had a couple questions about um some things like the app. Yeah, there's just so many new things again because nothing simplified. I'm getting mixed up with everything. Genie app and Genie Plus. Is that now on the app with your magic key? Um at the time of this recording it is not. Um oh. so that is not showing there yet. It does have a little icon and it says like has information on it, but it doesn't have a way to view it yet. Like it's just oh, kind of yeah. telling you it's coming soon. Um and yeah. then is so there not, not yet. Are there any special perks that are visible on the app cuz I know there's supposed to be perks with Magic Keys. For Magic Key, yes. So actually if anybody that's listening right now is a Magic Key holder and they haven't viewed the app yet, go ahead, grab your phone right now and I'm going to navigate how to get there for you. So, do 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 pick the Jeopardy song. Fine. Everybody's got it. Probably everybody already has their hand on their phone, phone in their hand, right? Um, so when you go onto your Disneyland app, there's a phone. There's a phone. Oh, the phone in the hand. (laughs) That's it. Phones used to sound like that back in the day. (laughs) I was like, is somebody here to talk to us? Okay. (laughs) Phone used to sound like that in case uh, you do not know for some of our listeners. But when you go into the Disneyland app and you go to your homepage, scroll down until you see that, uh, magic key, like photo. I don't. Like, I guess it's kind of a logo, the Magic Key logo, and then the picture of the castle. And you'll see right below it, it says, Calling All Magic Key Holders, and it says, Enter the Portal. So now this Ooh. is not on everybody's app. It's only on people who are currently Magic Key Holders. So I'm going to click Enter the Portal, and I'm going to tell you about some of the stuff that's in here, which is just pretty cool. So they have, like, a welcome homepage, which is going to give you any new updates that they might need. It's kind of like a... It's like a get excited about being a magic key holder page, I would say. Then they have a news and events. So this is all like the news and like what's current and what's going on, the calendar, etc. They also have a benefits tab for anything that is, you know, benefit of having a magic key and a discount tab. So you can Ooh, see your discounts very clearly. We love our discounts. We love the discounts. So under the benefits tab, I thought this was really fun because there's a lot of things that I didn't really know were going to be part of this benefit. And it's also stuff that they talked about a long time ago during like as soon as our annual passes were paused or like we're coming out with this new whole style of reward system for you guys. It's going to be great. All these extra perks. And we're actually starting to see some of those roll out now. And one of those, this one we kind of had before, though, but it's the Magic Key Terrace in California Adventure, which previously was the Alfresco Tasting Terrace. So that was already an AP only area, right? So oh, kind of been there, done been that with that one. That. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still really cool to have. So at least they're continuing that um, just with a little name rebranding there. <laughs> um, and then they have a Magic Key Holder launch experience. Now, this one is going to be in the Starcade in Tomorrowland, which is 
through it's like starting today through October 30th so that's pretty cool starting right now um there's gonna be special photo ops in there there's a lounge with charging stations which I know is super beneficial to a lot of people yeah and special surprises quote unquote so we'll have to see what that means they are gonna have special photo ops around the park that includes a complimentary magic shot that you get to download digitally so you don't necessarily have to have that photo pass um, and right now they're doing one until the end of October with Mr. Toad at the Sleeping Beauty Castle. So you can find that there. They have a special embroidery option for Magic Key holders for your Mickey hat. What? I saw that one. I saw that and I thought, if you can't add your name to it, isn't it just the same as just buying a pre-made thing? It just has the key on the back. Oh, is it? Really? I thought yeah. it was a different font. I was disappointed. It's oh, just that's like not nearly as cool. a key. So technically, they embroider it on the spot, but technically you could just buy one. It doesn't have your name on it. They should, Yeah, they should have your name and a key. Like yes. saying like, I don't know. That's Perhaps okay. Now I'm not excited about that one anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, this one, though, a lot of people will be excited about. They have a magic key popcorn bucket. So, again, something they've done in the past, but these are the ones with the $1.50 refills. And if you get one now, you can have refills all the way through mid-November. Um, this next one's just for Oogie Boogie Bash. So this one's kind of unique because you have to have both a magic key and a ticket to the Oogie Boogie Bash. But it's this beautiful set for Hocus Pocus that you get to take a photo with. And I will be there. Very excited for that. Um, Wait, so regular then, park goers for the Boo Bash? I mean, the Boo Bash. Oogie Boogie's... What is it? Oogie Boogie Bash. <laughs> Oogie Boogie Bash. These regular guests cannot access that Hocus cannot. Pocus? <gasps> wow. Okay. Right. It's kind of like the AP Corner. You know, they were yeah. doing that for a long time. So I feel like it's These are be really good benefits so far for launch. Yeah, really cool. Um, then, of course, you get first access to opportunities, including collectibles and experiences. And Magic Key themed merch, which we've also seen in the past. And this time it says menu items. I don't remember that being a thing with annual pass. Menu items? Yeah. Like, was there special food for annual pass holders? I don't remember that. That's kind of fun. Like a little dessert. Yeah. You know, it's kind of special. You get this cool. It's probably like super Instagrammable and nobody else gets to have it. You're like, ha. There you go. Got my Magic Key, hey. (laughs) Um, And then this next part are the rewards that we're seeing. They're a little separate from benefits. And again, I am not that big of a shopper, so I can't tell you if these were definitely part of the annual pass program from before. But this first one, Mike, I know you're going to be excited about. And it's at the Tenya Spa, which is the spa at the Grand Californian, gives a complimentary upgrade, turning your signature massage into an upgraded stone massage. Ooh, get some hot stone action at the Grand Californian with my magic key. That is right up my alley. (laughs) Um, Some other rewards, you get 50% or 15% off of the Music Emporium. Um, 2,000 bonus points if you sign up with the Disney Movie Insiders. Discounts at certain stores in downtown Disney, which I believe this means the non-Disney-owned shops that some of them participate in giving discounts. Yep. And yeah, so. I love that. Those are something for everyone. It's a lot more sort of, there's more value than I remember that the annual passes had. But I think that's because we just weren't looking into it as much as this new program. Right. (laughs) I know. I get really excited about new things. So I'm like... Is this actually new or am I just really excited about it? Either way, it's a great thing. A couple other things I want to mention real fast is that there's one thing it does that's pretty cute. So right now, if I were to log or if I were to log into my Disneyland app before I became a Magic Key holder, it just said like, hello, Jennifer at the top, right? Now it says, hello, Jennifer, and has a little like banner hanging with the Magic Key on it. It's just kind of like a little touch. that's cute. Yeah, Showing that you're a Magic Key holder. And when you, I haven't been to the park yet with my magic key. So when you go into the park and you scan it, your home screen changes into showing which park you're in at the time. Oh. And it shows like the like the castle, Sleeping Beauty Castle above it or whatever it is. So it just does really super cute little bonuses. You could tell the app, the app is actually reacting to what you're doing during the day, which is that yeah. part of that genie system, right? So Neat. So yeah, they're gearing It better up know where it. I am. <laughs> 
magic key. So hopefully you'll be able to go there soon and use it. Wow, what an episode this has been. We talked about gay days. We got to meet the one and only Nina West, and we found out all about magic keys and your experience buying them and what's in store. With that, thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed episode 48 of the Disney Holics Show. Follow us on social media at the Disney Holics. And if you want to get in touch with us, send us a message on Instagram or email us at fanmail at the DisneyHolics.com. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. What I want from you is your voice. But without my voice, how can I? You'll have your looks, your pretty face, and don't underestimate the importance of a body language. Ha! The men up there don't like a lot of blabber. They think a girl who gossips is a bore. Yet on land it's much preferred for ladies not to say a word, and after all, dear, what is idle prattle for? Come on, they're not all that impressed with conversation. True gentlemen avoid it when they can. But they don't inform and fawn on a lady who's withdrawn. It's she who holds her tongue who gets a man. Come on, you poor unfortunate soul. Go ahead, make your choice. I'm a very busy woman and I haven't got all day. It won't cost much, just your voice. You poor unfortunate soul. It's sad, but true. Bridge, my sweet, you've got to pay the toll. Take a gulp and take a breath and go ahead and sign the scroll. Flat some jets and now I've got her, boys. The boss is on a roll. This poor, unfortunate soul. Man, I really want to go to Disneyland.